everybody! Hi guys! Well, from torrentially raining and then filling back up with smoke, Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, Dan, a new wrinkle in the Mormon skiz yeah, has uh, started to form. Honestly, we talk about the Mormons a lot. Uh, yeah. We recently got a complaint about it, but most people seem to really like really? that we talk about Mormons. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that's okay. Uh, you, you sculpt with the clay that you have. Yeah, exactly. Uh, as, as the saying goes. And we're, yeah, we're the, the Mormon church is a fascinating microcosm of, I think what's happening in churches around the country and probably around the world mm. think shit's going wackadoo. Yeah. Wackadoo. Yeah. Uh, COVID has exposed some, uh, some problems. Yeah. Uh, in our society, and that includes uh, inside the churches too. Yeah. So, yep. Um, all very, very interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of COVID nineteen, Dan. Yeah. And a small amount of Schadenfreude. Um, <laughs> oh, a, you can have as much as you want. <laughs> a a a cardinal, a Catholic cardinal by the name of Raymond Burke. Oh yeah, we've uh, talked about him before. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's fell to the COVID-19 well, everybody. And, it's, and he was a great denier yeah. of like vaccines and, and whatnot. Um, and, uh, actually said some pretty horrible, I have some things here that he said about vaccines. Uh, he was a conspiracy guy. Like uh, totally in like the whole, like, uh, microchip nonsense. Oh my God. He's a Q and, he's the QAnon. Yeah. Uh, Padre. He says um, that this microchip uh, that allows citizens to, quote, be controlled by the state regarding health. Uh, oh, no, 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 no. So that, that to, to, right. Okay. That if, if you let the microchip be in, injected into you and that if the government can just say that they're going to do it, then that allows citizens to be controlled by the state regarding health and about other matters, which can only one, we can only imagine. And then he added, it is never morally justified to develop a vaccine through the use of cell lines of aborted fetuses and uh, saying that the state is not the ultimate provider of health. God is. Yeah, he well, has what? been just a peach about this whole thing. He's yeah. been an anti-vaxxer the whole time. He's yeah. been a God will save you, but but the vaccine won't. He's he's the guy who was leading the charge to deny uh, Joe Biden communion. Oh yeah, because he uh, be, be, because he's okay with abortion because he's fine with abortion huh. rights. This guy, I gotta say, like a crazed anti-abortion nutball like this shouldn't be talking about like everything he wants in the world is for the government to control the health care of women. <laughs> he doesn't get to start talking about like, don't let government control your health care when it comes to a vaccine that will save countless thousands or millions of lives. Right. But this would be a microchip inside you that is controlling <laughs> your health care from within by the government. Yeah. Like, oh my God, it's a level, Dan, that it's just, I never, I never could have imagined. What do these people think? It this seems micro like sci-fi, Dan. It almost, it, you'd almost think it, like, what the <laughs> fuck do you think this microchip could do? Well, I want to know what they think the tech could do because I happen to know some about where the tech is. I don't know, like the, the yeah. bleeding edge stuff. Right, right, yeah. But none of it is injectable microchips that can affect a living organism. Right. There's no, that's not there. No. That doesn't exist. Remote control people don't that's not a thing. <laughs> you don't get like also injectable microchips that you could that could track you or yeah. that could keep tabs on you in or some way. Or turn you magnetic. Or anything like that. It's a no. Bizarre. Negative. That is not uh, you know, what are they, what's the word that they use for that? Possible. Right. It is not possible. <laughs> oh, but just a health update about the good Cardinal. Oh yeah. Um, he is, uh, resting comfortably. Boy, that doesn't sound good. Um, and receiving excellent medical care. 
Well, now what I read was that they had put him on a ventilator. Oh yeah, he is on a, a ventilator. So oh no no no. So that was from August tenth, and then on by the fourteenth they were talking about him being on a ventilator. Yeah, he's and not. Ple- and please pray for him. Yeah, urging people uh, to to pray as he faithfully prays with the rosary for those suffering uh, from the virus. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure. Yeah, okay. he did a lot of praying for the sufferers of yeah. the virus, I'm sure. Yeah. No. Uh I I I hope he's in a lot of pain and uh and probably hope he dies. That's where I'm at right now is wow, damn. Prominent people speaking out against the the vaccine when they have no business talking about it. Yeah. I hope they die. I hope they get COVID and I hope they prominently die of it. And that has happened. Uh, I, I'll move on to my story. My story. Is it a story of someone prominent dying from the... Yeah, I just decided I would just piggyback Whoa, off of your story. Wow, okay. Uh, so I've got a few different stories here. Mm. There's a story, for instance, of uh, Wanda Alger, who's a uh, prophetic minister who uh, she, she's got, you know, she's got a ministry going. She had a uh, a big old prophetic mentoring weekend planned boy that sounds like a barrel of laughs boy doesn't it i'll bet i yeah how to prophesy i guess uh it was canceled unfortunately oh no due to a covid outbreak uh that affected a lot of people including herself uh she she is another one of these anti-vaxxer uh types you know, and yeah, uh, Hammond Meta made the joke about you know if you're a prophet and you you can't see that coming, but I get you know it's not be much of a prophet. It's a question. That's a question. You know, uh, I, I, I yeah, I kind of wonder that her status then. More, yeah, more could it possibly be self-appointed? More to the point, uh, Jimmy DeYoung, who's the host of the Christian radio show Prophecy Today. Oh, okay, yeah, uh, and a man who consistently would talk about COVID-19 and have all the conspiracy theories and all that bullshit. Well, he's dead now. (laughs) He's a, he is a a statistic in the COVID-19. He lost the the war. Oh no. Won a few battles, but uh, definitely, definitely lost the war. Honestly, uh, he he could have survived. He could have. It's a, it's a pretty simple procedure. You just go and get a shot. Uh, but no, like, you know, he's, he had a thing going. He was, he had a little audience that liked what he was saying. Well, he, here's the mistake he made. Lots of people are making money off of COVID denial, off Mm. of anti-vax, off of all of this stuff. You know, Tucker Carlson's making a fortune off of it. Fox news is making a fortune. Yeah. But none of them are stupid enough to not get the vaccine. No, I know. They're all vaccinated. You want to, you know, the governor of Florida, the governor of Texas, these guys are talking all kinds of crazy shit about, no, don't wear a mask. How dare you? No, blah, blah, blah. They're all vaxxed. Yeah. This guy was just dumb enough to to actually believe his own bullshit. Well, he didn't. uh, Here's the thing. They know they're spewing bullshit. Right. Fox News and yeah. Tucker Carlson and DeSantis and whatnot. Uh, this guy didn't know that it was bullshit. No, he thought it, it was. It's actually, it, it's it's a pathetic story. It's a sad, yeah. You're, it's you know actually what? You're a actually, sad, pathetic story. You're absolutely right. He was duped. He was he was repeating the lies um, that he probably believed. The, yeah. Because what gain was he getting? Yeah. Right? Like his the interest for him in it was... He probably thought he was saying, you know, uh, well, the right thing. Well, and I think a lot doing, of these people, the Lord's work. a lot of these people are more interested in being against mm. the liberals yeah. and the evil people yeah. than they are in actually looking at the real world. Right. And, uh, and so his againstness ended up killing him. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Now I got to say, you know, we were talking about, you know, you were talking about a Catholic bishop. Mm-hmm. I'm going to add to this story oh. with a, the fact that, A, the uh, Pope Francis recently said, he came out and say, said that getting the COVID-19 vaccine mm-hmm. is an act of love. Yeah. 
And, uh, yeah. and, and I think that's the right perspective. And that's, that's absolutely the right perspective. And that has led other Catholic priests, including um, Bishop Robert McElroy of San Diego, hmm. to say to all of his priests that are under his purview, gently deny anyone who's asking to, to, uh, to have a vaccine exemption, exemption based, on, mm. based on religion. Oh, wow. Because the Pope, because the Pope there is the, no way to say right. that the Catholic Church, that it goes against Catholic belief to have the vaccine. So right. no, you shouldn't get an you shouldn't get a vaccine exemption because right. you're Catholic. Right. But a lot of Catholics, Pope. right, are and we're going to be talking about this all this whole show. But like you know, a lot of these people, their real religion turns out to be like. Trumpism mm -hmm. and and Christian nationalism, right. not the religion that they claim. Right, exactly. Yeah. Oof. All right, Dan. Yeah. This is uh, this is one of those stories that. Um, oh, God, I I don't know what to do with the story, but I feel <laughs> compelled to talk about to the tell story. us the yes. story. Okay, uh, go it's, ahead. It's the story of a death row uh, inmate in Texas. Um, okay. who is suing, uh, the, the, the state to allow his pastor to uh, not just attend his execution, yeah. uh, but to be in the room and to, um, to lay hands on him at his time of death. Oh, please tell me he's being electrocuted. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> well, I mean, there's other like uh, has to be lethal injection. It's the only one that works, right? Couldn't be firing squad. Although no. I think Utah's the only one that does firing squad at the moment. I, I um, yeah. Even though it's the one I would pick, it's like, got to be lethal injection. But wouldn't but, that be um, amazing if he asked for hands on <laughs> from his pastor <laughs> and it's the electric chair? Oh, that would be unbelievable. <laughs> that would be so good. Yeah, but uh, no. So. This is actually, they're, they're citing a case that we talked about on the show uh, back in 2019. The U.S. Supreme Court uh, ordered the stay of uh, another execution uh, unless the inmate's Buddhist spiritual advisor be allowed in. Oh, well, that's right. Because that you shared. Because you Texas was only allowing a Christian pa a Christian a, a or chaplain a Muslim chaplain. They to had, come in, right. They had one of each right. on staff. Who they would allow right. allow to come in? Um, well, the Supreme Court, you know, uh, said that yeah, his his Buddhist uh, yeah. If you're if you're uh, going to advisor, if, if you're going to allow right? one of these other guys, yeah, you got to get you got to give equal time to yeah, the exactly. I I just want to know if this pastor like okay, the guy the dude wants this. How does a pastor feel? <laughs> like, pastor's like, mm, don't fight for that. Hey, I don't, I yeah. really, you're gonna be fine, guy. Hey, guy. You, you know what? Like, you know, let's just uh, let's just call it good. Why don't we just let Jesus welcome you? The Lord will He'll be there. He'll embrace you right away. He might, might I'll kick be, you back down to hell. I'll be but, praying um, from the other room. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. So um, the yeah because uh, the obviously a suit was required because the state prison officials had denied his request. The pastor is uh, one Dana Moore is the mm. name of the pastor. He leads a, a congregation of about 200 worshipers in Corpus Christi. And the lawsuit is saying that uh, he has ministered to Ramirez for the last five years. And, and so it just seems, and I, I was kind of thinking about this. I mean, it's a difficult and weird place to put oneself for like, you know, like how do I, how would I feel yeah. in that situation? Right. It's a situation I can't imagine ever being in. Right. Right. Um, but the, the thought of knowing that your death is happening in basically three, two, one, yeah. blammo, you know, the moment, um, you know, the yeah, day, you know, it's coming and, and so forth. And so sort of imagining like the state of mind and the need for comfort and, and almost like just searching for there to be some kindness in the whole thing. Right. Mm. Which I think that, I mean, first of all. Uh, we're we're sort of speaking about this dispassionately about death penalty and whatnot. I'm 
fiercely against the death penalty. So I think I. it's a horrible, horrible thing for the state to be involved in. It's idiotic. Uh, yeah. Um, but, um, but if it's going to happen, can you please not find a kindness somewhere? Yeah. And this feels like, I, I mean, it's, it feels like a curse for this, this pastor for the rest of their life. Uh, and a burden that's yeah. almost too much to ask. But if they're willing to go through it, yeah, honest, um, honestly, it feels like the kind of thing that like, why not let a, 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 a loving, kind hand be on this man when he passes? I can tell you why. Because the whole point of this is the inhumanity of it. The entire point of the death penalty is... Uh, in the minds of these people, it's not, it, it is, it is punishment. And so it's supposed yeah. to feel as bad as it can possibly feel for that, for that person. And when you, yeah. when you ask to inject some humanity into it, it actually really bothers them. It rankles them. They yeah, hate it. Right. All right. Well, I am going to talk about a, uh, this is a, the, we've talked about New York and the fact that what they thought would be one year, but it, it it's actually been extended because of COVID. They did a year where everybody's, uh, where the statute of limitations on sexual abuse was gone. So that people who were sexually abused by their pastor, by their coach, by whatever, way back when, could could sue. Oh yeah. There was a yeah, window. Yeah, 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 yeah. We did we did talk about this. This uh -huh. was back yeah. in 2019. Okay. Um and basically it you know, it was supposed to it was supposed to have ended and then uh because of covid people were worried that that they wouldn't have gotten enough uh that the people wouldn't have had access in time. So they extended it. It just barely the period just ended this last Saturday. And uh, other states have done the same thing. New Jersey, California have done uh, have done the same thing. It is shocking. It's not shocking to me. You know, to those of us who have been paying attention, right? You know, you and I have reported on a number of New York dioceses yeah. that have de declared bankruptcy recently. Right, right. It's because of this. Right. It's because of a flood of people, but I didn't realize that it was nine over nine thousand lawsuits oh. filed. Wow! Uh, because be, because of this wow. window opening. All and, and that, of course, against... doesn't represent all of the people that yeah. that were affected by by you know abuse. And this is against the Catholic Church and other denominations as well, right? Like, yes, any like any it, it was open to pretty much anything. So okay. yeah, if it, it you know schools were sued. Oh um, right, because it was a general Boy sort of Scouts opening. that right. sort of thing. It, right, sort right. of anywhere that was entrusted mm -hmm. with uh, the safety of children, Ugh. where it, where it didn't happen. And it's I'm just fascinated. Nobody really expected it to be this much. There was, you know, I'm, I'm looking at religious news service and they talked to a team of lawyers who are used to, who, who work on uh, this type of, of law. Mm. And uh, they work regularly with uh, abuse victims. And uh, one guy, James Marsh, said, We thought maybe we'd get 100 cases or a couple hundred cases. And here we are. Because he had, they had over eight hundred cases. Uh, that was just that one, that one group. Okay, wow. Uh, it is holy cow. The 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 scope and breadth of this problem, and it's and the the problem isn't just churches; it's institutions mm -hmm. that end up trying to protect their own, right? Which is exactly the opposite of what an institution should do. Yeah, an institution that is entrusted with the safety of children yeah. or of anybody should immediately hang out to dry anyone. That's the best way to protect. Yeah, you got to get them out. Yeah, get them out. Don't send them to somebody else's kids. Right. Exactly. Don't. How, what is that thinking? How sick is that? Because that was the practice. That was. It was a hundred percent. Shuffle the priest off to another. 
to another, another diocese, diocese where they would uh, where where they would just go start the what? whole process. They've learned again. their lessons, somehow? right? Well, give them a stern talking to first. Right, you, you definitely sit them down and tell them that was not okay. Right, and then you let them priest some more, and do it, and the and whole process starts over, over again. again. Yeah, and by for for the love of God, don't tell the authorities, don't tell the civil mm-hmm. authorities. No, well. I mean, and if that's they, the problem with they church. Are the higher authority. Church, that's the problem with churches is that oh. they think that they're better than the civil authorities, that they're above the civil authorities, and so therefore they just don't have to deal with any of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. Get church jail. So yeah, a <laughs> number. Yeah, exactly. Get like actually actually do something that's like yeah takes these people out of yeah because uh, the worst that the church does to a priest is fire him. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's not that's not a thing, right? You you, yeah. you got yeah. God, all right, Meh. Dan. Yeah, we uh, we've talked about a couple of different angles of this story before on the show. Oh, um, this is having to do with the LDS Church's uh, massive rainy day fund. <laughs> their their hundred billion dollar plus yeah. rainy day fund. It's probably one fifty now. Yeah, because it's, I'm sure it's grown. The, the market's up. Yeah, um, and they and they've they invest wisely. They yeah, are. Yeah. They had GameStop. They're uh, ga- oh GameStop. Yeah, yeah, stock. yeah, yeah. GameStop stock. Yeah, they made a fortune. They, off of that. They, yeah, they they did really well with that. Um, and then of course there's the now the more recent story of um, what's his name, the Huntsman, uh, James, oh, James Huntsman, Huntsman. Yeah, who is suing the church um, to get his tithing back. Right, because he's saying that they used um, the his tithing funds illegitimately now, against the way that they said they used his tithing funds now and for, everybody else's tithing right. funds. Right, and for those of you who aren't from Utah, the name Huntsman might not mean anything to you. Right, and when I hear that someone is suing to get tithing back from a church, I normally just think, oh. Crackpot, cute, <laughs> nothing will come of it. Right. But the name Huntsman is meaningful in Utah. That is, you know, a billionaire family. Right. And uh, and Mormon mostly. Yeah. But apparently James, he's the black sheep of the family. He's out of the church and is angry at the church and wants his damned money back. And is maybe one of the only people on the planet yeah. who could make a go of he's this. He's got the... Pockets that are maybe potentially possibly deep enough to to go after pockets that are infinitely deep. Right, but you um, can only get so like you can only buy so much legal help. No, for he sure. can he can afford as good of legal help yeah. as the church can. Maybe Fair. not as much of it, but as good. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, so there's been a development. Uh, okay, the uh, the whistleblower. Uh, his name was uh, David Nielsen. He was the guy who worked at Ensign Peak Advisors, which is which is uh, the hedge fund that the the, the church that, that owns. the church. Yeah, yeah the, there's one client, right? Ensign Peak Advisors, correct? And uh, and it's it's the church and their tithing fund, right? And so he uh, has actually has a sworn statement that's uh, part of this case. Uh, that Huntsman is is going forward with right, um, and since he's sort of a key witness. Well, he's so the whistleblower. He's, he's the, the whistleblower. guy. He's the guy that he knows. He he was. Uh, he worked there for almost ten years, and he managed. A, he oversaw over eight hundred million dollars in the portfolio, which um, which sounds like a lot until you realize that it's a. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's 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 a hundred billion dollars, <laughs> but but still, it, but that's still that's a, lot. a lot, and uh, still he was a obviously big privy to uh, a lot of conversations and whatnot. And right. So some of the highlights from his uh, statement: apparently, he had uh, scores, quote scores, of meetings with uh, the top uh, leaders at the Ensign Peak uh, and other employees, and uh, one of the interesting things that he points out is they always referred to and revered all the funds uh, as tithing money. Oh, right. Uh, regardless and of whether they were referring to principal or earnings on the principal. It was, they just saw it as tithing money. Which, in, which in is the of. sticking point because yeah. the idea, the, the big, the big question mark here was, was 
church tithing money used for commercial right purposes and it was it was used to build the the 1.4 million dollar mall billion dollar mall right it's a nice mall it has a retracting roof sure it's It's nice it's super fancy has has a just a beautiful little river running through it yeah it's stocked with trout yeah the whole works like it's lovely yeah (laughs) it's a very (laughs) it's 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 just a lovely lovely mall worth every penny yeah um, and the other thing is they used uh, $600 million, I think is the number, uh, to bail out Beneficial Life. Right, a life insurance company. That or, the church owns. Or, uh, yeah, an insurance yeah. company. That an insurance owned, company yeah. that, the, that they own. And that they've always been on record that they do not use tithing funds to support the business the ventures. Com- yeah, the commercial ventures. Right. Yeah. So um, he says that tithing and earnings were commingled in the fund. Yeah. There was never any effort to like say this this is the core fund that, you know, right. is still tithing and the rest is earnings. And that the the senior leaders would say things like that um they, they would compare it to every penny was the widow's might. <laughs> Right. That's a lot of mites, you guys. I know. That is it's, that widow is loaded. <laughs> that is that Or it's I, a lot of widows. I think they've missed the point of that story. <laughs> if they are comparing their hundred billion dollars to the widow's might. Yeah. Um, but yes, it means that they thought that it they, they never they didn't make a distinction between uh tithing and the money that the tithing brings in, which is like of course, that's still that's still that's the same fund. Yeah. Well, and apparently, so I guess the church uh, back in 2013 was being confronted um, uh, publicly about whether the they had used tithing money for City Creek Mall. Mm. The Ensign Peak Advisor President Roger Clark got everybody together and said that the funds had been transferred to two church affiliated businesses property reserve inc and desert management corp uh according to uh our whistleblower mr clark stated that it was important that people should not know of enzyme peaks uh role as the source of the funds so they were they were already trying to conceal and make sure that it was clear no 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 these funds were coming from property reserve. Right. And they were coming from Deseret Management. Right. Right. Not these were they went by way of right. those. And the money had originally come I want to know how as it was widely known within Enzyme Peak, apparently. I want to know how many organizations, businesses, LLCs, whatever the church owns. Oh my God. It probably would it make your head spin. It's got to be in the thousands. But what's also interesting here, and this is not stated in the article or in you know his his statement, but what's interesting to me is these were the two things that he saw. Yeah, these were the two things that people that were big enough that people started asking questions about outside of the church, and even f- membership from within the church of like, well, what's going on here? This is the church has a lot of money if they're yeah. building this mall, right? Um. And they would repeatedly go on record saying, no, 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 no. I'm trying to reassure people. Well, what did he not see? Yeah. Right. Like, I don't like thinking that way, but come on. <laughs> like, come on. They're, they're, they're obviously, uh, this was something that they uh, had no problem doing on this level. And usually that would mean that they've done it on smaller levels before. Yeah. And yeah, so I think it's very interesting. This is some pretty... If nothing else, pretty look, sticky stuff for the church. Huntsman may be may fail in his uh, endeavor to get back his tithing money, mm-hmm. but this could uncover some real sh- like I mean he might be able to subpoena the church's oh, I- entire financial structure. <laughs> it would be amazing. So we'll see. We'll see. That would be an amazing, amazing. moment if that happens. Well, I'm going to close it off with okay. a story from Tennessee. Now I had never heard of it, but apparently there is a Baptist college called Union University Mm. in Jackson, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they had scheduled, they, they had, uh, they were scheduled to host an event uh, called Freedom Matters. Hmm. 
This is a, a touring event that had gone to many different venues. I like the sound of that. Freedom. <laughs> really? You don't see anything <laughs> sinister coming I like freedom. That? I think freedom does matter. It does. You're right. But those <laughs> who would use that term as the title of their thing. Anyway, for those of you who might see something bad coming down the road, uh, yeah, the Freedom Matters <laughs> oh, Tour... No. Includes conservative radio talk show host Alan Keyes, mm. an anti-critical race theory activist, uh, James <laughs> Lindsay. That's a thing. We, oh, yeah. <laughs> Actual activist level. I, do you, I wonder if he would be able to actually articulate what critical race theory is mm. in a way that those who invented it would understand or recognize, recognize yeah. on any level at all. <laughs> but one of the big headliners is native Tennessean. Greg Locke. Mm. We've played some of his clips on the show. He yeah. is a raving lunatic of a pastor. <laughs> sure, yeah. Anti-max uh, mask and anti-vax and and COVID's a hoax and Trump is still president. All of those things. Oh, freedom! <laughs> oh, you got it. Oh, I see it now. Okay. <laughs> So you'd think that a Baptist uh, university would be uh, the perfect place for such a thing. Right, right, right. Well, apparently these guys are too crazy for that university. <laughs> Union has decided to cancel their contract oh, and say, no. and look, they were never, they weren't hosting it. They were just the venue. Uh, right? Oh, oh, okay. So gotcha. this was, they, they hadn't like, in, okay. invited this thing. They, they were just, you know, they were renting the space to the people. But uh, oh, wow. okay. after uh, some, some people uh, raised a fuss on campus. Um, wow. They didn't want they, the, the level of association of just like venue. Right? <laughs> this is what I'm getting at. I like the people at the Baptist University. <laughs> Organized a petition against this event, and they finally can't. The university canceled it. Well, good for them. I, I don't know what to make of it, but I like it. Yeah, I guarantee they found some wedding hall in town to. Sure, some some event space of some kind. Yeah, probably not quite the. Probably not quite as nice as the. Well, the, and it's just arena. It's printed. just the humiliation of that. Yeah, of like. So oh, they'll wear it as a badge of honor. They'll find a way to do yeah. that. They'll find a way to, because the second, look, I, I didn't choose it as a story, but like I, I almost chose for our audio, a clip of Mike Lindell of, of um, what's his name? Rick Warren. Okay. On his network, discussing the fact that Mike Lindell has accused Rick Warren's network. This is this is like That's true news. True news. This yeah. is this is anti-Semitic, anti-vax, anti-COVID, whatever. Uh, true news. Apparently, the My Pillow guy, Mike Lindell, has now accused them of being a fake a fake news organization. Blah blah blah. Like he turned on them. What? They don't know what to do. The world is going bonkers. Nobody knows who they're affiliated with. And then they turned right back on him and were like, well, he's obviously not credible for anything at this point. I don't even think, <laughs> I don't even think he has any evidence against, uh, about the, the election now. Like they oh. like turn like up is down backwards yeah. is sideways. Nobody knows what's going on. Yeah. It oh, is, it is wow. just a mess out huh. there in America. And are people still buying the pillow, though? That's the question. <laughs> it's a good pillow. <laughs> just kidding. I don't know what the pillow. I, I hear it's just square cubes of foam. Oh. It's just. it's that it's could be interesting. It's like a giant foam pit shrunk down to a pillow. That could work. No, it sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds awful. Why? Because the little pokey edges? It's foam. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, friends at home, if you would like to tell us all about your MyPillow experience or about anything that we've talked about uh, this week, please feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Stick around. There's more show coming up.
Well, Frank. Dan. What we're about to hear is a man by the name of Shane Vaughn, hmm. uh, who is a right-wing pastor. And, I, you know, I sent you this clip, and I just said, all I said to you was, this is some grade A bat shittery. I think I think we got some really good stuff on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty excited about it. I'm just going to play it. Everybody, you can judge for yourself, but it's going to be good. Climate change is not scientific. It is a religion. It is an anti-Christ religion that has taken over the minds of the world. In today's lesson, I'm going to prove to you from God's word that it is a sin to believe in the ideology and the religion of climate change. They present this like it's irrefutable. And every single person on earth, nearly every single person, falls for it. Do you know why? Revelations 12 and 9, Satan has deceived the whole world. If you believe that mankind is causing climate change, you're deceived by Satan. Do you know that the American West is withering as I speak to you right now? California is withering. Have you seen the levels of the lakes there? Have you been noted? Do you see the withering? Folks, wake up, America. Return to your God. Submit to Yahweh. Obey his commandments. Keep his Sabbath holy. Give him his tithe. Walk circumspectly before him. Oh, hallelujah. God causes these conditions. And listen what he said. God says in this verse, he controls the rain, the droughts, the famines, the floods. Well, do you know why we want to believe that climate change does this? It gives us the power. You scientists from the pits of hell, how dare you take from Yahweh the sovereign right over the weather that he alone claims and he alone controls, you demonic demons from the cesspools of the abyss of hell. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Oh, my God. That is good. Uh, also, he is so Jerry Lewis's... Protege, uh, like younger brother or something or other, <laughs> long lost nephew. Yeah, his uh, southern nephew. Although uh, Jerry Lewis, even Jerry Lewis would be ashamed of what that guy was wearing. <laughs> That's saying a lot. Which was a a gray t shirt <laughs> under a gray and white striped, the the possibly the most ill fitting blazer I've ever seen. It, yeah, it was like it was like he picked up a uh, an off-color Beetlejuice costume at the costume store mm. that was a one-size-fits-all, and he yeah. just sort of... Anyway. It's a, it's a problem with sitting down and being on camera while wearing... Yeah, you, know, you have to know... You, you, you have, have to, to, like, sit on the tail. Yeah, you right? have to know it's how like, to wear a jacket on camera yeah. if you're sitting. It's, yeah. it's a trick. It'll just frump up in the back. Yeah. It was a... Yeah, his, and you don't notice it in normal, like... If you're just... You're just sitting and talking to somebody. You're, you're, you don't see it, but on ca the camera sees all, right? <laughs> it's a real problem. Um, yeah, my God. How Yahweh. dare the scientists take the control of the weather from Yahweh? How dare oh, they? What presumption. So, okay. Is, yeah, they are going to hell. But okay. I mean, he makes a great, his argument is sound. If this is it's from Yahweh, why is he doing it? <laughs> Well, well, because he's a jerk. We know this. <laughs> he's a jerk. That's right? true. He's an asshole. But the logic, I mean, point to point to point, it mm. all make like oh. he pulled really good verses. It's very convincing. I'm yeah. oh. thoroughly convinced. You're, you're, you're going to send him money. I can tell. <laughs> okay. Uh, Here we go. Uh, we have some folks right into us. Uh, the first one is from Ryan. Hi, Brankadan. My name is Ryan. Uh, from Las Vegas, I am a new listener, and this show is amazing. Hmm. You are correct. <laughs> uh, I I was never a podcast person, 
But this one sets the standards high. But I just wanted to get your thoughts on something that you might have talked about before. Whenever something traumatic happens in another person's life, they always say, everything happens for a reason. Mm. Or that God has a plan. Mm. Especially when I attended Southern Utah University in Cedar City, a.k.a. the place that convinced me there is no God. <laughs> Do you believe that life is predestined? If so, who made it up? Uh, because we definitely aren't on the same page. I, I wanted to, we've touched on this a little bit before, but I just wanted to get back to it just because I want to remind everyone how genuinely unkind that phrase is. Mm. That everything happens mm -hmm. for a reason. Mm. Because if you say that to someone who is in pain, who mm. has been hurt, who has been, you know, diagnosed with cancer or who mm. has lost a loved one unexpectedly or whatever, mm -hmm. what you're saying is, yeah, that was supposed to happen. Mm -hmm. And it's on you to figure out why. A capricious God or you did something wrong. Right. One or the other. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> it is. I can't think of a worse thing to say to a person in pain. Yeah. Then it probably, then it happened for a reason. No, it didn't. You know what can, you know what happened? Mm. A fucking random thing happened and it fucking sucks. Yep. And I'm so sorry that it happened. Mm -hmm. How about God works in mysterious ways? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you're supposed to learn something from right, it. Right. Exactly. I love the, I mean, it's great if you can take a lesson from, from a hard time in your life. Sure. But it's not required. No. You know what? <laughs> survive it. Whatever you're going through, survive it. Yeah. Anything else is gravy, but you are not required to learn a lesson or grow or as a human grow being. as a human, get the fuck through it and be alive. <laughs> be okay. That's your, that's your whole job. Yeah. And the rest is just whatever. But yeah, don't, don't expect the people that you love who are going through something awful Ugh. to, to do something. Just let it, just, just sit with them and let them get through this. Yeah. I, I've I've noticed something in myself, you know, dealing with the house. Yeah, right? your flood, and and just sort that of, happened for a reason. Yeah, oh yeah, and so the reason so. was a broken uh, nut on your on your toilet. Yeah, that's and the that's, reason. that's what caused it. <laughs> um, and and I, I I but I've noticed that like I've had a little bit of a a little bit of an easier trigger through this mm. thing. And I was actually thinking about this today. Um, I've picked up um, kind of a habit now of angrily flicking <laughs> oh like away from me like i'll have like a little thing and i just like or i like angrily toss things into the trash can oh my oh, great so that's new great that's how i'm dealing with you're it. blowing off some steam I'm, yeah is the, you the, are but it's actually manifesting in yeah a way. and i noticed that it, i don't do that right right and i was like huh i wonder if that's related Probably you are you are flicking away the aggression. <laughs> it's no, isn't that weird though? Yeah, no. I mean, it. You know, it. You got to get the feelings I'm out. Just, you gotta. Mm, you gotta. Mm. If, you gotta get through it. Just, just like I just like purse my lips, <laughs> right? And I kind of do that like beak thing with your hands, and I just yeah throw it. So so don't say everything happens for a reason, but maybe suggest flicking. <laughs> I don't apparent, think that's a thing. That is that is that's the new apparent uh, but that's, suggestion of think on a That's what I've learned. I've learned to throw things. Okay, great. I was never a good thrower. Great. Yeah, that's fine. Never coordination was always bad. Eh. The typical. I know it's the the, the gay thing. The gay it's because you're gay. <laughs> you you do kind of throw gay, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you've seen me throw that. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, uh, look, Jake wrote into us. Um, Jake calling himself, who, who says he's a biochemist and an atheist. Hey, Frank and Dan. And then now J Jake wrote a, a lovely, but but a little too long uh, for reading on, for, for these mm. purposes, mm -hmm. uh, email. He wrote a few paragraphs about evangelicals not accepting evolution and rejecting the idea that evolution. Uh, if it is allowed to go unchecked, the COVID virus would mutate into something worse. Right. Uh, and then he goes on to say, most of these people are the same ones claiming re religious exemption that you talked about this week. In my opinion, in order to claim any exemption, you should have to show a basic knowledge of what you are exempting yourself from. Hmm. 
Uh, we have many rules and laws that cite want of understanding as a valid reason why someone shouldn't be held accountable for their actions. Wouldn't it be great if we could turn that around and say you can't be exempt from a mandate if you show a clear want of understanding? Interesting. I kind of love that idea. Uh, uh -huh. Like Jake, I believe this is probably not a tenable scenario. <laughs> But yeah, you should like if you in want a perfect world. If you want to be exempt from something that will then endanger the rest of us, mm -hmm. you gotta know what you're fucking talking about. That's the other thing. Yeah, and, every, then, and then once you exempt yourself from the thing that's going to cause harm from the rest of us, um, you should be held accountable. Yeah, if yeah. you actually do cause harm. Yeah, you're also yeah, and you're right. also not allowed to take up a hospital bed if if it's busy. Yeah, fair enough. Or something like that. Anyway, <laughs> we don't live in an ideal world. No. Rabbi Gruber wrote in. Mm. Uh, last week he wrote in to because we were talking. We talked about the uh, the fact that Israel it does not allow some of its residents to get to get married, right? Because they are incorrectly Jewish. Yeah. If you are not properly Jewish. Uh, the chief rabbinate of Israel, which is uh, the only authority that can marry a Jew of, of Israel, okay, right. will not allow it. Right. So a, a proper Jew cannot marry an improper Jew. Uh, and we, and, and we uh, you know, uh, so David, so Rabbi Gruber wrote in and said, you asked the, a great question, who will help Israelis marry when they can't go to Cyprus? Because we right. talked about, oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, they would go to, a, to Cyprus burden, or right? another country. It costs money. But you and... can't necessarily do it. Yeah. Uh, he says, you won't believe the answer. It's you. <laughs> uh, and he, he linked to an article uh, from, from the Jerusalem Times, I want to say. Jerusalem okay. Post. Okay. About a bunch of people. Apparently, Utah started doing online marriages. You oh. could sign up online. You could get married online. I didn't know that this happened. I didn't know this either. It was a COVID thing. 2020. Oh. oh. Utah was like, because listen, you're not going to convince Utahns to stop getting married. They, <laughs> they're into marriage. But a whole bunch of Utahns, uh, you know, they, but so they were offering a civil marriage online. Huh. And a whole bunch of Israelis were like, okay, click, click. And then they were taking their their wedding papers into the uh, the whatever and saying, "Here we go," and a bunch of them got it through. Wow! And then, uh, as it started to become a trend, uh, the hammer came down, and the government started to say, "No, you can't accept this." And so now it's in limbo. They're like, they don't know oh, if it's going to happen. But I kind of love it. Utah. Yeah, we're huh. we're. Uh, we're we're marrying the Jews apparently out out there in Israel, <laughs> so there you go. And apparently, apparently, any old buddy can get married through Utah because you don't really because well because they're not even American citizens. How are they doing it? I don't care. But if you need to be married, people what apparently check out the Utah website. I mean, if you were here, if they were here, they could be married here. Yeah. You don't have to be a citizen or a resident yeah. to, to so, be buried. There you go. It's, this could be yeah. a cash crop for, for Utah. Yeah. Start charging extra. Yeah. For the online and, thing. Uh, put up some billboards. Yeah. Don't, oh. don't go to Cyprus. Yeah, exactly. Log on to Utah. Yeah. Utah huh. should probably have a part of their wedding. Part, part of the, uh, the wedding part of the website should be in, in Hebrew. No kidding. There you go. <laughs> Thanks for that, uh, Rabbi Gruber. Uh, Nathaniel wrote in, Frank and Dan, I heard some things on a podcast the other day, and knowing y'all are ex-Mormon, wanted to know if it's really a thing. I've lived in near Salt Lake City for most of my life, so Mormons have always been prevalent, and I've heard the rumors about the, quote, poop hole loophole. Uh, this is, that's a sexual thing. Uh, but I've never heard of the, quote, Provo float. Oh, yeah, that's a thing. I'm super curious about it. Uh, apparently, it's when the male penetrates the female. Yes, I'm using very cis terms, but it's the best I have in my vocabulary to explain. And then they both just lay still because it's the thrusting that makes it a sin. Is this a thing uh, that honestly happens with Mormons uh, or is it just bullshit? 
I mean, I've heard of it. I, I I've heard it of it. A and little urban legendy, but like, but like, listen, you're trying to stop teenagers and twenty yeah. somethings from having sex. Yeah, they're gonna come up with ways to have sex. Right. And they're going to justify themselves however they can. So yes, I've heard it called the Provo float. I've heard it called floating, just floating, or marinating, yeah. or <laughs> marinating, uh, <laughs> or soaking. It's also been called soaking. Soaking. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just uh, as long as you. Yeah, there was a funny uh, uh, political cartoon where. God was looking in, but his vision was based on movement like Tyrannosaurus Rex, so he couldn't see the sex <laughs> happening. If you just, uh, just don't move. Just, uh, just put it in and stop. My question is, how many of them said, okay, we're just going to put it in and then float? Well, that's exactly what it's like. And then, of course, yeah. you just, yeah, yeah, nobody ends up just floating. Or maybe oh. the first time they do. Yeah, but, and then they... The second time they don't. <laughs> oh, gosh. Well, uh, do we have some folks to thank? We do indeed, Dan. We have a bunch of new patrons on Patreon. Yeah. Uh, we have two new deacons. We have random. I think this is supposed to be all one thing. Random Van Gogh. Okay. I like uh, it. Very Yeah, very good. Um, and we have Rob. So thank you to the both of you. Yes. And, and welcome to the priesthood. Yeah. Um, and then we have two new teachers. We have Zilch and Krista. Oh. So thank you. To welcome. The, to you, the that's great. You. you guys can uh, can do some. I don't. What do teachers do? <laughs> teachers they, don't do anything. No. Teachers are the ones who set it all up. They prep the sacraments. They they, they, they I promise you, early. I promise you that when you're when you when you are a what. Uh, 14, 14 year old, old boy yeah. you are made to believe that this is important yeah well because the deacons pass the sacrament right around. the teachers they they show up early they put a tablecloth down that's right they, they get all they, the sacrament trays out they put the bread the one the, the uh-huh. wonder bread out mm-hmm. they put water fill the water in the cups and everything and then uh, and then they cover it yeah right because it has to be covered right uh, until the priest bless it yeah uh okay so and we have a new priest oh good who someone will get to do the blessing we've got a full sacrament here people <laughs> the whole service can be done uh the only heathen in idaho oh so thank you to you and to the rest of you and to all of the people who support the show yes if you'd like to join them you can go to thank and click on the support tab and you can uh, sign up on patreon and if that doesn't float your boat, there's PayPal. Yeah. And you can sign up or uh, you can do recurring. It's just a great way to show your support for yeah. us and get free fake magic powers in the process. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you want that? Yeah. And, Dan, as always, we have our top donor to thank. The magicest of them all. Our Lord and Savior, Demonium. Dan. Yeah. Oh, a day is soon approaching that I <laughs> that will just warm the cockles of my heart. We we're pretty and, sure it's approaching. And it, it's got to be it's got to be coming soon. And that's the day when a large number of Mormons are going to leave the Mormon church in mass. Yeah, they're going to start their own Mormon church that's a real Mormon church. Yeah. It'll then, be the church of It'll be the Church of QAnon of Latter-day Trumps. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is what it will be. Because obviously that is the thing that is causing some division. The, 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 this COVID-19 thing and vaccinations and wearing masks and all, all of it has uh, exposed something that was, was already there to some extent. Yeah, but uh, it has magnified has and, it, yeah, and yeah. it has gotten crazy. And that became clear once again when the Mormon church, here's the thing, the, the, the Mormon church leadership have not been leading no. when it comes to the COVID-19 thing. Nope. They were one of the first churches to actually shut down service. Yeah. Which was great. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and probably saved a lot of lives. Yes. But. Maybe. Did they say, 
mask up everybody did they did they forcefully say that from the beginning no mm-hmm. when when the the vaccine started to come out did they forcefully say this is a good thing you need to do this no no they, they chose photo op yeah instead. they 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 had Let's lead by example they had a picture of each of them uh rolling up their sleeves getting the shot yep. which is uh, literally under any other circumstances at any other moment in my lifetime that would have been plenty. Yeah, that probably would have been enough. Everybody no. that I, every Mormon would have gone out and just dutifully gotten the shot mm-hmm. and that would be it. But this is a different fucking time. Yeah. And now the the Mormon ch- leaders. So then, then the church issued a thing that was like, hey, we encourage you to probably get a vaccination and do a masking. Yeah. But it was signed by like, it wasn't. It was unsigned. It was like the church issued this. Yeah, I think that's how it went. Something like something that. along those lines. Or but like, it was not whatever it was. It was not from the first presidency, right? And the, it was not emphatic. It wasn't really clear. Correct. And now they are clear. They they've they they issued a letter. They and, and they, they all they, three of them signed it. They insisted that it be read from mm-hmm. the pulpit in every ward house. Uh, probably around the world, at least in the United States. And they it, act as a global church now. So if they do something here, they want to do it everywhere. That's my understanding. Yeah, but so they, but but like the 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 like tone of it, smaller third world country. They don't care about that. They, <laughs> they I was literally talking to a, an employee of the church uh, just a couple days ago, uh-huh. who who actually deals with. He sees how the the Mormon Church treats American American Mormons versus Mormons abroad, and especially oh Mormons in poorer countries oh and, le- no. and less developed countries. And he's like, "It is night and day. They don't care a fig for those for those undeveloped countries. They don't. They don't want to hear it. They don't want to deal with it." What? Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> anyway. Huh. That's uh, not good. That's my words. That's a paraphrase. I, I'm anyway. Uh, so yeah, the, they released this letter that was signed by the guys and that said it used pretty and pretty pow- powerful wording. Things like this is a very real problem. We have to. Ha- we're in a war on COVID, mm. and uh, and uh, we strongly encourage you to get the vaccine mm. with, uh, they called it a, a literal godsend mm. of a vaccine. Mm. We strongly encourage masking in, in tight places and blah, blah, blah. Well, I, I think it had, I think it, the, the, it find that this actually did have a pretty strong effect. Uh, I, you know, I, I, I nosed around a little bit this afternoon just to see if I could find sort of on sort of Mormon circles, people talking about it. And there were, there were some stories of people, people sharing, saying that it was the thing that got them off the fence. Yeah. That, that they, that they're going to get vaccinated now. Yep. I know people yeah. who have now been, who, who were, who were he- more than hesitant mm. and who have changed their tune. Yeah. That said, there's the other side of the coin. Hmm. Now, we've talked about this, I feel like a lot, but I have to reiterate that for my entire life, for our entire life, Mm -hmm. if the prophet says it, Mm -hmm. you do it. It's gospel. It is like you don't question the prophet. There are songs, follow the prophet. Like it is. (laughs) It's ingrained. It is in your DNA. Yeah. But man, these people have a new religion and a lot of these, a lot of, I, I, you know, so I would go to the comments section in the Deseret News, which is mm. the Mormon church owned newspaper here in town and mm-hmm. in KSL, which is the Mormon church owned uh, TV station, TV station, and They're, radio station. What are they? The CBS, NBC, NBC, They're the NBC affiliate, but owned by the Mormon church here. And and so they're there that's where the Mormons go to get their news. And the number of people who were like, well, who found ways to hedge on this. Mm-mm. Before it was the hedge was, well, that was from the church, but it wasn't from the first presidency. Right. 
and blah, blah, blah. Now they're hedging about like, it's either, well, they didn't say you have to. They just said you should. And, <laughs> you know, I only go, I go to my I go to my ecclesiastical leaders for spiritual advice, but I go to my medical people for medical advice. And it's like, well, yeah, but your ecclesiastical leader is also a doctor. Right. Like the president of the church is a, for, is a surgeon. He was right. a surgeon. Right. Um, but all, so, but man, every, they are just coming, they're coming out of the woodwork and they are finding every reason they can why it's okay not to follow the prophet. It's amazing. And then I've heard plenty, I've heard, now I haven't seen this myself, but I've heard plenty of stories about people calling him now a false prophet. No. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. There's the scales. Yeah. Oh. It's, they're like, all that needs to happen now is a charismatic leader. I no kidding. All, like literally if, someone finds a way to get these people to coalesce around him and it will be a him <laughs> make no mistake yeah especially that group uh hmm. he could have his own church he could take a, i mean it wouldn't be a, it wouldn't be an over 50 percent or no percent. it would be no. a it would be a small percentage yeah but if he got five percent of utah mormons holy crap that's not a small number that is that is a Great launch for a church. Yeah. Church of, yeah. So, look, the Mormon church has had numerous schisms that that most of the members of the church don't know about. Mm -hmm. uh, the largest one being the reorganized Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, which then renamed themselves to the Community of Christ. Right. Boring. Uh, but then, uh, but there have been hundreds of offshoots of the Mormons. So... This would not be something that has never happened before. It would not be unprecedented, but I think it's going to happen. And I think I, I, I think it's happening not just in Mormonism. It's happening all over the place. Yeah. It seems like groups are getting divided over this and over, over presidential politics in ways that are just unimaginable. It's so weird. Like it the, is it, political identity is now... It's the most important thing. Trumping, if you will. Yeah. Uh, your religious identity. And that feels new. And that, yeah. that, that, that's sort so, of the hierarchy of identities. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It used to be that your, you know, your religion was your core self was supposed to be. That's how it was presented. And then like, you know, Paul, your political stuff was just like, whatever. Okay. He's one of these. He's one of those. That's fine. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. Yeah, I, I, I it's uh, it's going to be interesting to continue to watch. This was just enough of a little, little tasty morsel. Yeah, um, actually, a little bit more than a morsel. This like this a, is a, a, this is a good heaping bite of uh, the this the skiz thing that's going on, and I, it's this this one has me really hopeful. Like yeah. this development has me hopeful that we're actually take that that there are strides that are that are that are taking place toward this. That, well, that is and, that and it, it's going to happen. That to see because what what you and I have speculated uh, in the past year and a half or so mm -hmm. is that the Mormon Church leaders have been too afraid to make waves because mm -hmm. they don't know what side of the because they see what we see, which mm -hmm. is that. People might go against them, right? So they didn't want to make a take a strong stand. Well, they're now they're taking the stand. Yeah. The, the line is drawn in the sand, and if they continue to do that, if they feel that level of emboldenment, right? Which they should. Yeah, they are the prophet of God well, for I, Christ's sake. I guarantee you, they didn't do this with like they probably knew that they had to, to, to say something and they knew what the right thing to say was, but I guarantee you they did some polling first. Oh yeah. Guaranteed. They yeah. took the pulse of the church and this was this, they weighed the consequences. It tipped over the, the percentage that they needed. That they were comfortable with, with <laughs> potentially, you know, losing. Yeah. 
And they were like, well, this is the right thing. The Lord would want us to say the right thing. Yeah. Right. Now the Lord would. Now that we've gathered, now that we've, you know, done our due diligence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> by using a poll. Because they do that. By using science. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They totally do. Yeah. So. They are a hundred billion dollar corporation. They don't fuck around. It's more than that. It's more than that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's a weird, weird time in these United States. Yeah. Does it feel that the same amount of weird in other countries? Where are you? Do you? I want. If you are in another country, uh, yeah. and it, let us know what the temperatures like there. Does yeah. it feel? Who's like that same kind of switch has happened yeah. where you are, or is it, or, or has it not gotten to that point yet? And who's skizzing in your neck of the woods? Who's who's skizzing who? As uh, as Aretha Franklin once asked. Uh, yeah. So let us know. Write to us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is four two four six six six. 8442. Hey, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. Click the like button. And if you'd like to join one of our members-only lounges, you can do so. They're great communities. Yeah. We have one on Facebook. There's one on Discord. If you'd like to find them, please go to thankgodimatheist.com slash members-only. Thanks so much to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine music. And thanks to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music. And thanks... To all of you, dear listeners, for tuning in. We sure do appreciate you. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.